Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Life has been super hectic, and so I haven't really been able to sit down and finish recording and editing my Laura podcast. But I did want to put my uh, reactions to the Emmy nominations out there. So General Hospital led the nominations with a lot of nominations. Um, I forget how many. I think someone said 14 total nominations. I think. Um, because they are nominated for a daytime drama series. Vanola Hughes is nominated for lead actress. Maurice Bernard, of course, <laughs> is nominated for lead actor. He's nominated every year, and he does a good job. I think he definitely deserved it the year that the Alzheim the years of Alzheimer's storylines were going on. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying he always is nominated. <laughs> good for him because he does do a good job. Um, Brooke Kerr and Sonia Eddy and I think that would be really beautiful if Sonia Eddy won posthumously that would be beautiful be a beautiful way to remember her and the actress who played Brit who like last year I'm really scared to mispronounce her name so I don't even want to attempt it um, and Stacy Hyduck. I hope I'm saying her last name right. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry if I'm not. Um, got nominated for supporting actress with Kristen from Days, and good for her because I admire her ability and Eileen Davidson's ability to play four different people. I know Eileen took over and is playing Thomas right now on days or has been playing Thomas on days so technically it would be Kristen, Susan and Susan's sister and Stacey Hyduck would be playing right now I mean I don't think Susan or her sister are on so that doesn't really make sense but she's still Kristen <laughs> Um, supporting actor four of these actors are on General Hospital. John Lindstrom, which he does a good job, so of course <laughs> he's nominated. Um, Robert Gossett, who was nominated last year as well. I believe I have not been keeping up with General Hospital, but I know he plays Curtis's father. So that's probably a good storyline if they have going on. Chad Duell, <laughs> who I am biased towards and I had a bit of a crush on him in middle school, so 
Yeah. And then Nicholas Chavez, again, because they give, they give him such good storylines, and he really brings everything when he's doing those storylines. And so it's not surprising that he's nominated again. He's a very good actor. Um, I'm a younger performer, so I know that Victoria Grace, who plays Wendy, dropped out or rescinded her nomination because of her being outside of the age range for the category. And I'm confused on if that's how old you were when you filmed the scenes, like, within the last year. So now it's down to Eden McCoy, Carrie Christopher, who is six years old, and Henry Joseph Samiri, who is nine years old. And this is the category that I'm most interested in watching because I really want to see if a six-year-old wins, who will they think? <laughs> you know, like... Because kids at that age just say funny things. And I just, I want to see who he would think if he won. I mean, Jonathan Jackson won at 11. And I liked his speech. I just thought it was really cool that Jeannie Francis and Tony Geary were the presenters when he won his first Emmy. So he got to get his Emmy from his TV parents, and it was really sweet. Um, guest performance. Allie Mills, who is the new Heather, and did a good job. And Steve Burton was nominated for Days. That's pretty cool. Um, it is really weird. I watched a little bit of Days recently, and it's very weird watching him play someone other than Jason. And also watching him, like, have all those scenes where Harris is making out with Hope, because it's like, I'm really only used to seeing her with Bo or with Rafe. Because I was watching for a little bit when she was dating Rafe. I'm uh, hoping that's how you say his name. Yeah, I think it is. But, like, it's just really strange seeing <laughs> seeing them with other people. Um, and then writing team, directing team, Days, and Beyond Salem, and General Hospital. And I hope that this year Days can win a, more. <laughs> I know they only won one or two last year at General Hospital won a lot last year and I mean I'm biased I love General Hospital but I also love Days I had a whole episode where I was just recording my reactions to what's been going on on Days as I've been reading updates and I realized by the time I upload it it's going to be out of date so I'm just going to say that I am disappointed, sort of, in, um, I did not get, in the way that I did not get 
the heartwarming reunion I was led to believe I would be getting. Um, which, you know, is really kind of my fault because, like, <laughs> it's days, and days is pretty dark, and also it's a soap in general, so I should not have expected Bo to be back and just be like, hello, Kayla, I am alive, I no longer have brain cancer, I love you, let's go back to our sibling relationship that we had six years ago when I died. <laughs> but I love Stephen Nichols' Instagram. He has good captions. <laughs> he has such funny captions because he writes half of them in first person. He he slips into first person as Steve Johnson, and it is like the funniest thing to me. There's a lot of eyes and stuff in his posts but like it's like my buddy Bo and I so like he's he's writing as like Steve and I love it but <laughs> he posted a picture of him and Mary Beth Evans after Peter Reckles said he was back and he talked about how the reunion between Bo and Kayla was going to be heartwarming Although he did say, like, he said their reunion, but maybe he meant Steve and Kayla because their reunion was really heartwarming. I mean, Bo was genuinely happy to see Kayla. Kayla was genuinely happy to see Bo. And things were going pretty well. I think Bo is just going through an existential crisis because he's a Brady and the Bradys are good. For the most part. There are one or two where I'm like. Eh. <laughs> Although admittedly the one that I'm thinking of went through a lot. And was traumatized seeing her mom and stepfather. Doing things in a conference room. Which is a really stupid idea. That they had. <laughs> I don't blame her for being traumatized for that. So, there's that. But, you know, the Bradys are good. And the Kariakis family, I guess, aren't good? I thought Justin was a good guy. I think he is. And I think Victor matured so that he wasn't as bad as he was when he first came to town. Because I know he was spying on Bo and Kayla for some reason. And Bo makes sense because Bo was his son, but Kayla, I don't understand why he was spying on Kayla. But I think Bo is just torn between the fact that he has these two parts of himself. And then whatever Megan did to him, which I am getting most of this. That was my thought. And then I listened to Peter Reckle talk about it, and... <laughs> I agree with what he said. I'll put it that way. I basically just summed up what he said, but, um, yeah. So, he's torn about that, but I loved, <laughs> I loved the little standoff that they had. Not so much when he was holding a gun on her, but 
when he was like, you are just as stubborn as Ma. And Kayla was like, good. And I'm just like, what are you going to do, shoot me? And I was like, let's not test him right now. <laughs> Please. I mean, I I understand, but he was like, we have to go now. And we have to get out of here. Because he legitimately did not want Kayla to be part of Megan's experiment. So that's good. And like, he would he would never hurt Kayla. Never. And so... Yeah, and then when Steve came... And found Bo, I <laughs> had a hard time watching that scene. But I've just... I think that everyone asking Bo a million questions is making him snap very easily... Which is kind of understandable, because if you have, like, a hundred questions being thrown at you at once, it's very easy to snap. That does not mean that you should pull a gun on anyone, or try and take their eye out. But, like, I, I can understand why he would get frustrated. And then he just lashes out. But, like, I will maintain that he shot a tree, and Kate ran the other way. Told Kate to run. I refuse to believe that he actually killed her. Because he's Bo. He is a good person. But I liked that Steve was like, we have been friends for 40 years, Bo. Like, I'm your best friend. And, like, I forget what the other stuff he said was, but it got me thinking. And I was like, man, my best friend has been my friend for 20 years, like. That's kind of crazy. You know, like, to think about being friends with someone for that long? And it's over 40 years for them, because they were friends before 1983 when Steve came to town. So, Bo and Steve were friends before Steve came in 1983 or 84. Um... What else was I going to put in here? Um, oh, also, <laughs> fun fact that I learned recently that really blew my mind, and everyone listening to this might already know this, but um, Stephen Nichols is only two years younger than the actor who played Beaver on Leave it to Beaver. And that just really blew my mind <laughs> when I realized that. Um, and the reason it blows my mind is probably just because Beaver was a child on TV in the 50s. And so I think in my mind, I'm like, oh, so he must be old, old. No offense to any listeners who were growing up in the 50s, but, like, I guess I just, and maybe because, like, watching TV, he is still, like, a little kid and all the syndicated Leave it to Beavers that I've seen, but then, 
it's the same thing like watching stuff with Stephen Nichols from the 80s and 90s. He is stuck in his like 30s in my mind and he's 72 and I just am really shocked by <laughs> him only being two years younger than the actor who played the Be- who played Beaver on Leave It to Beaver. So that is your fun fact. Also, um, I've figured out why I always have felt like Bo and Kayla have like why I feel like Bo is an older brother is her older brother even though he's not. <sighs> and that is. Because Peter Reckle is five years older than Mary Beth Evans, so I think that's part of it. And also, like, just the way in general that Bo is so protective of his sisters, like, I honestly thought that the birth order was, when I first started watching, was Roman, Bo, Kimberly, and Kayla. Which is not how that ended up working out. But, um, yeah, I think that (laughs) the fact that the actor is literally older than the actress playing his older sister is probably contributing to that. But also, for a very long time, I thought that if you were tall, that meant that you're the older sibling, if you were taller than me ever person so maybe I'm just like oh he's tall therefore he is older so that's kind of my rundown of what's going on on days um oh oh yeah I'm very excited that Dick Van Dyke is going to be on Days of Our Lives. That's going to be fun. Although kind of depressing because he's playing a man with amnesia. But (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that I want to watch him play a man with amnesia at his age. That would be sad. But um, I don't know. I think it's cool that he was joking around with Drake Hogeston at the gym and was like, hey, don't you have any roles on that show for old people? And then that's how Dick Van Dyke says it, is that they were at the gym and he was like, don't you have any roles for old people? And then he got him a role. And I'm like, that is so sweet. I love that. That's a good friend. And I'm recording this as I watch an episode of the Dick Van Dyke show. So it's kind of fun. I don't know. (laughs) It will be fun to see Dick Van Dyke play a straight man, kind of serious character. I'm assuming. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe when he, maybe when his character recovers from the amnesia, he'll be a very comedic person. I hope. I don't want to watch him play someone with amnesia. There are two particular um, 
quips from Rolf, but I just want to say really made me laugh. Like, this Rolf seems like he is just really fed up (laughs) with Megan, which makes me laugh because I know Rolf is super dedicated to Stefano and the Damaris, but it just makes me laugh that he seems so annoyed with Megan. But the first one, she was saying something about how it didn't work with Bo because she, like, or how he had to do something to make Bo realize that he loved her. And Rolf was like, I can't put feelings that were never there in his head. That kind of made me laugh. And the other one, she was talking about him giving Bo a tumor to... Oh, no, I find it very disturbing, side note, that Rolf can just give people tumors. That is kind of horrifying to think about. But she's talking about Rolf doing something to Bo, like... And he's... (laughs) His response made me laugh because he was like, He's not a motorcycle. (laughs) It was just such a funny response. But like, I don't get what Megan, what Bo saw in Megan. I can see what she saw in Bo, but like, she's kind of, (laughs) she's not kind of, she is scary. Um, And also just, like, really irritating. Like, especially her being, like, when Steve's like, you know who has Kayla? And she's like, she said something, and he's like, give me answers now. And she's like, ugh, fine. (laughs) Another example of Steve being someone that you don't really want to mess with. is when um, I saw the clip of him talking to Megan when she was in the jail, which I didn't... I was so confused the first time I watched that scene. I thought that she had trapped Steve and Hope. Didn't realize it was the other way around. But (laughs) I thought that was funny when she was, like, not really being helpful. Or says, I'm like, here, I have to speak up. And he, like, slammed the glass. And she's like, that's not very nice. <laughs> Which, by the way, seems like something Helena would do. But um, it was just really funny. But he was like, you think that you're in there to protect everyone from you. But you're in there to protect you from me. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> he is, he's scary when he's mad. Which, like, I don't know. I know that he was more of an antagonist when he first came to town, so I guess this is more of his, like, original character. But, like, that and him almost choking Kristen 
over the orchid. And, I mean, he was really going to follow through on killing Orpheus, which was scary. I thought it was funny that Orpheus was just really calm because he knew there was no way they'd actually do it. But I, I did like that John was like, I, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Steve is not someone that you want to mess with. I just, I don't understand why she, why can't she just move on? I mean, high school was at least 30 or 40 years ago for her probably closer to 40 years ago for her. Why is she still so stuck on Bo? And admittedly, she lost a lot of time because she was cryogenically frozen for so long. But come on. <laughs> Move on. I am sure you can find someone else who will love you despite your... In sanity and I saw on General Hospital that Helena came back for a scene or two which that's exciting I don't want Laura to die in the freeze of Ice Princess I think that Laura being Laura is going to try and sacrifice herself so everyone else can get off of the island. And then Spencer is going to be like, no, and she will save, she'll save her. I would like to think that he'll save her, but I'm also like, they might have Laura save herself and finally be like, I can save myself and do all of this stuff, but I don't want her to die. But I like knowing how contracts work because that always makes me go, okay, this person isn't going to be dead for too long on this show, so. And I saw that they recast Christina. And what else has happened on, day on General Hospital lately? Yeah. Um, Constance Towers looks really, really good for her age and I loved her being back but I also I watched a couple minutes of it and I'm like I can't <laughs> watch it because like that was a good first person POV camera angle but man Helena is scarier than Stavros to me because she is I know it's stereotypical, but I feel like women typically are much more caring and, like, kind, especially towards her own children, or they should be, and Helena isn't. I think it's just scary that Helena is so unfeeling. I need to change my list of villains that scare me on daytime. Because Stefano Demera is like number one on that list now. He's just terrifying because he doesn't care about hurting. He wants what he wants and he doesn't care who gets hurt. 
And that's just... That makes him so scary. So I saw that it is presumed that Spencer died in the explosion on the Haunted Star. I'm very glad I know how contracts work. <laughs> and I know I listened to an interview with Nicholas Chavez that said he had signed a three-year contract and that was in 2021. So he still has another year. Which, like, is good. But show-wise... <laughs> Um, I hope they didn't kill Spencer off, but I think if they did, he'll be back soon. But it will change people's opinion of him because he died saving the world from his own family and not doing what everyone else in his family, most of your people in his family would have done. And he stopped his uncle and it's a very good thing. I was very sad to see that Jacqueline Zeman had passed away. And my condolences to her family and friends. That is a very hard... It's very hard to lose someone you love. And she was... Bobby was such an important character. And had such a sad backstory. <clears throat> I found out, well, I guess I found the clip from the nurse's ball where they did a whole tribute to Bobby and it was really sweet and I'm glad they did that. That's really touching. So I'm glad they were able to pay tribute to her and to the actress while the actress was still alive. That's really nice. Thank you for listening and I hope hope you enjoyed the podcast and I will hopefully have the Laura podcast out soon. <laughs> and then I can put out my quote-unquote fun days episode, which is mostly just questions I've had watching. The question episodes seem to be popular. My- oh, that's the everything. Thank you all very much for- we now have had a thousand listeners- or at least a thousand podcast downloads and listens. I'm very grateful for everyone who has stuck with me. Um, through the last two and a half years of this podcast, I'm sorry it's become less consistent, but I got a full-time job, and so... <laughs> I can't really keep up with it like I was. So, thank you all for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and hopefully I will have my Laura episode out soon, and then my 
day's episode, which ended up mostly being questions about Stefano's logic. And then... <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to post after that. Perhaps... Something about Bo Brady. Because my day's podcast seems... The one I have about Steve and Kayla is the most po- most listened to podcast of all of my episodes. So, yeah. I'll have to see what character I can do after Laura. Very lot <laughs> to choose from. Okay. Goodbye.